that's when it came out of a clear blue sky. Oh, the dear good Lord's own sweet breath and his voice like an electric shock. I Welcome to Good Luck America, a politics and news podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wild. Hey everybody, welcome to Good Motherfucking Luck, Motherfucking America. A um, news and fucking politics fuck Or a motherfucking politics and news motherfucking podcast. Motherfuckers! You're listening to... <laughs> A-T-B-N-C-T-A-T-M-W. Why didn't you say it with me? What does that even mean? You'll have to listen to the outtakes. Yeah, I don't think we even know it's what that means. It's more satisfying means. when we say it at the same time. You're listening to A-T... Come on, it was so fun when we were doing it before. Go ahead. Right. A-T-B and why? Why aren't you... Because <laughs> it's so it? much fun for me doing it this way now. I'm afraid to talk under the pod... Last pod, although it made it to the outtakes and not the actual pod, I was playing some Aretha Franklin, and I said, "Adam, you killed her. Adam, she is not appreciated enough." And you said, "Turn that shit off. YouTube's gonna shut us down." And what happened later? <laughs> YouTube shut us down. YouTube sent us a copyright notice, and then she passed away. We didn't get a copyright notice for the trash band you were playing before that. <laughs> oh, uh. Whoever the fuck they are. No, don't play it now. But it sounded like Nick Cave if Nick Cave is not in a good band. Because Nick Cave is dope. The Handsome Devil. Yeah. I'm going to talk about them a whole bunch on the next least anticipated podcast of the month. Oh, good. (laughs) The Handsome Devil's fucking great. I cannot wait. Oh, my God. So good. In the meantime, how have you been since we recorded last? Ups and downs. I'm doing good. I found a new therapist. So, I don't... Yeah. She's great. Good. Good times. Y'all gonna fuck or no? No. Okay, we'll see. Her specialty is sex therapy. That's not why I'm seeing her, but... <laughs> but Woo! So if you have sex therapy questions, I gotta hook up everybody. Adam, how have you been? Oh, I've been good. Just super busy. I had a really busy... I've had a busy past couple of days. We're recording this on Friday, and on Tuesday, I had to record two episodes of the sports podcast, and then edit one of those episodes, then go to my motherfucking DUI class, which motherfucking I only have... Motherfucking DUI class? Is that class number three? Uh, four. I only have two left. Oh, yeah, look at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God. And then uh, I had to come home from that and then immediately get up the next morning and get ready to record a conspiracy episode with Madison Shepard at noon. And then the rest of that day, I think I fell asleep but because I... I been working so fucking much i had to research two episodes of what in the world the rest of that day in between my nap come on quincy and then record that with quincy the next morning and then all day thursday i had to research this and edit a bunch of stuff and now here it is friday morning at 10 30 a.m and we're recording so i've been working kind of non-stop yeah since and if people are listening Tuesday. for free you made nothing off that, so fucking subscribe. Patreon.com. No, not up. necessarily. They hear some ads. Nah. It's fine. Who wants to listen to ads? Yeah, you could be getting this podcast ad-free. Ad-free. Patreon.com slash unpops. Do it up. Do it. But uh, yeah, just a busy week. I've been making a shit ton of weed butter and marijuana tincture. Yeah. I, I never it. heard the word tincture before until you were debating before the pod whether you should tincture it up. Google it. It's a very common term. And it's just an infusion. A tincture is just like taking grain alcohol or glycerin or something and infusing it with something else. Oh, you mean tincture? Nope. We're not even not even going to do that. <laughs> I made two cups of weed butter, so I'm going to make a bunch of fucking brownies that get people high, baby. And by people, I mean me. Because this company that makes this product called the Magical Butter Machine, I reached out to them and was like, hey... That looks like a neat gadget. How about you send me one, and I'll mention it on a podcast or two. Full disclosure alert! So I don't get investigated and sued by the FCC. I don't know who, who checks checks into people mentioning products without revealing. The FCC revealing. actually doesn't monitor podcasts. It's one of the great things about podcasts. Oh, good. Perfect. Yeah, and uh, they sent me one. And it's this machine that makes like weed butter and marijuana tinctures. You can make cooking oils. 
with it. I wish it made weed margarine so you could say, I can't believe it's not weed butter. What? Oh, man, I like the commercial. <laughs> That's a really good joke, Chet. Fuck. And I, I just reached out and was like, hey, will you send me one of those so I can try it out and talk about it on a podcast or two? And they were like, sure. And they did. And it's kind of an expensive thing. So, But that's how I got my sous vide, too. I was just like, send me one. I'll talk about it. You know what you're going to have? Shout out to Anova. Those are still two, the only two products I've ever done that for. And it's because they're products I enjoy and believe yeah. in. You're, you should bring some Sunday. Not for me, but you should just get really fucking I was, high. I was thinking about that. I was thinking of bringing brownies or some edibles of some sort on Sunday when That's we watch what fucking wrestling? SummerSlam. SummerSlam. It's going to be a smaller crowd this time. One, because we're not allowing anybody autistic or people <laughs> that bring autistic people. I think autistic ones. people are welcome, just not yeah, that just one that in one. particular. He's done a bad... <laughs> it's like if you had a bad experience with one minority you hold against all minorities. No, it's no, just an individual really. person. <laughs> That's not really how it works. Oh, it works? Okay. No. Somebody isolated the audio from one of the recent pods about me saying a lot of good happened under Hitler. Totally yeah. out of context. Which I could have just sent someone a clip of you saying that. Yeah, you it's say actually it, your you ringtone. You say it at least three or four times a week. So. Oh, man. I try to record Now they're going to put a string together of different isolated clips. Yeah. Like he says it all the time. I'm the Omarosa of you <laughs> saying good things happened under Hitler. I have 200 tapes Adam of you just Todd saying Brown that. Adam Oh, right? man, I'm killing it today with good jokes. We are killing it today. We're both killing it today. We're both happy and sober. Weird. Weird. Bizarre. Yeah, I'm not going to be sober after this, because I'm going to no. throw a bunch of that goddamn tincture down my throat, and but, I'm going to be fucked up. Adam, we got so much paw to do, and we're so far we got, behind. We have a lot of news stories to talk about today, because we're talking about news stories relating to one general theme, which is that everybody fucking hates Trump, which is good because everyone should hate trump but the tide has has really turned this week as it pertains to his treatment of the media which is a thing we talked about a couple weeks ago the boston globe didn't reach out to us to see if we wanted to editorialize for yourself well that i i certainly wasn't acting on the suggestion of the boston globe yeah but i planted in your head that's the way we we work and the resistance i You've been watching to, a lot of Man in the High Castle. Yeah, you really have to plant anti-Trump sentiments in my head to get me to talk about them on it's this more podcast. more fun that way. That's how that works. Yeah, we did an episode a couple weeks ago called The Enemy of the People, which was an episode about Trump's treatment of the media and his attitude toward the media. And that really uh, took a turn this week in the form of a lot of people speaking out against Trump. Including people that have historically been pro-Trump. Right. Or organizations that have been pro-Trump. Right. So we're going to talk about that. We're just going to talk about, and we're going to talk about a few different protests that happened in Trump's name. In one case, it was a protest that was kind of pro-Trump, which was the Unite the Right rally 2. Oh, weird. Weird that they're pro-Trump. Weird that the white nationalists. Yeah. So let's talk about the Unite the Right 2 rally, which... It happened on the one-year anniversary of the first Unite the Right rally. Oh, that one where a person died? Yeah, you might remember that ended with the death of a counter-protester. Have you seen Black Klansman? No, but I've heard phenomenal things. Oh my god, it's so good, and it ends with a tribute to Heather Hare. Uh, really fucking, Heather Hare is the counter-protester yeah, no. who died in Her mom told us not to forget. I didn't. And that movie is fucking amazing. Everybody go watch that shit. So they, they did another rally this year on the anniversary of the last one, and it was a failure, to say the least. There's, as always, we'll put notes up on the website, but there was a Vox profile that talked to the one person who was at the starting point where the march was supposed to happen at the time the march was supposed to happen. There was one person there. Dan from Long Island. If that's not a white nationalist, I don't know what is. Well, he believes in the, quote, peaceful cleansing of blacks and Latinos from the United States. He's just being peaceful about it, bro. He had turned 19 a few days before that. So please tell me more about how no youths are into Trump. And Dan should be jettisoned from this country and thrown into the ocean for his beliefs. Yes, specifically for his political beliefs, in case anyone was going to go, why, because he has different beliefs? Yep, 
because <laughs> those beliefs are abhorrent and should get you some sort of criminal treatment. What if we just gave the white nationalists Long Island and just put them all on an island and then push that island further out into the ocean? I mean, I'm not going to give them Long Island. Like, it has to be an island that's not currently inhabited by anyone or anything. I'm not even displacing fucking animals to put these motherfuckers on an island. Okay. They can... I'll put them on a barge. Let's put them on a glacier. Like a fucking garbage barge. And I'm sure barge. that glacier will not melt anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> of course not, because global warming's not real. Fake news. Yeah. So... This was the one person who was at the starting point when it was supposed to start. And what happened was Jason Kessler... I know that name. The fucking organizer showed up hours earlier and started the rally immediately. Tried to get him. Well, do you think it was strategic? And he's like, I'm going to catch him off guard and start early. Or he just got there and he's like, oh shit, I can't wait. Better start now. Yeah, I think it was more he showed up and saw that the numbers weren't going to get any better in his favor. Because... The number of counter-protesters who showed up way, way, way outnumbered the amount of alt-right types who showed up, which is good. That's what we want. Now, Adam, I've been off social media for close to three weeks. I know you hate when I talk about it, but it's... <laughs> Every day, I check Yahoo. I at least check Yahoo, CNN, and Fox News to get various perspectives looking at headlines through different lenses. I actually love Fox News. Uh, they did a great piece on Jason Kessler here, and I think it's worth you clicking. What? Have you seen this? No. Oh, man. It is so good. I just feel dirty playing any fucking Fox News. It is clip. so good. Title of the Fox News article, and you got to play the video. Unite the right organizer's dad scolds son during live stream. Hey, get out of my room. Did you likes to point out? Is Jewish. The breaking houses are in Israel. So Jason Kessler. Hey, you get out of my room. Hey, sorry, I'm having an issue here. That's Jason Kessler, oh, the guy oh, leading. You got a drunk the roommate there. Getting yelled at in the background. Something like that. Push me like that in my room. Uh, I've got uh, <laughs> somebody who supports Orthodox uh, Israeli. Like, is we're we're at a crosshairs your, on that. Your so dad supports. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I'm going to assume that's a parent there. I'm not sure. Yeah, I yeah. wonder why he has to do it at his parents' uh, house. So he, like, backpedals and... With, you're not staying with an Orthodox Jew, are you? <laughs> oh! oh! My father, he, basically the deal is, is my family watches American History Channel. Oh, God. And it's constant anti-German propaganda. Anti-German propaganda? You mean documenting World War II? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm stuck in a situation where I have to stay with my family because I'm paying for all these lawsuits. Because yeah. you're a fucking Nazi yeah. puke. Staying with my family, but they, they're cupped. Life the fact is, that uh, his family even lets the them stay. I still maintain an apartment cut. and this boat in case of eviction. And so I this guy, I was going to say, is he broadcasting from a boat? He's living on a fucking boat. Like you're in. I knew it. I've got. Watch this. This gets real sad. He then goes to show now, his I've boat. Been sorting out documents and stuff, but I don't know. Baby. It's kind of a nice boat. <laughs> there's a in the back. There is a king size bed. In the front, there is a double. Uh, behind that, behind door number uh, two there, and this table comes down and becomes a king size bed. Uh, I'm sorry, a twin, a twin bed. I got a king, so, a double, I and a twin. Water, Three beds that I don't this get is my laid on. From when I used to make good money, and I will be Stop renting it out and stuff to try and cover expenses. From when I used to make good money, but then you know I'm a white nationalist, so who the fuck would hire me? Yeah. Anyways, all right, he's wearing me the fuck out with moving that camera around. God, but how great is get. Also, his dad has such, like, a southern accent of, like, yeah. get out of my room! Good. <laughs> Fuck him. But, yeah, counter-protesters way outnumbered the actual protesters. This was a quote from the Vox article, though, and it makes me feel uneasy for some reason. This is actually the end of that Vox article. But, at least for today, the white nationalists couldn't field enough people for an actual rally. Yeah, because let's be clear what's happening here. It's not that there are less white nationalists. It are, it's that uh, risk of provoking a handful of white nationalists to listen to this. They're fucking pussies. Yeah. And they need to, like, better organize. Or 
Yeah. Like, like yeah, they're well, good at first round of protesters because there's no one pushing back. But as soon as there are people pushing back, they're like, but I got to live at home in my dad's It's just like the at least for today thing because yeah. it's not like, I don't know, man. It feels like we're getting to that point where Nazis and national white nationalists are just becoming sort of the norm in this country. And yep. we're getting to the point where really soon it's going to be like, Hey, well, the Nazis didn't win the presidency, but they did pick up a lot of seats in the Senate and the Congress, so they're making strides towards it. And it's just like, we don't want to get to that point. Nope. Like, we need to squash this shit. It's not a thing we need to normalize further. And just that idea that, well, at least for today, they weren't able to do it just makes me feel gross. But... Good article, though. People should go out and read it. We'll put a link. Fox like does said, good work. On the site. Uh, article number two. Article number two. This is pertaining to what we talked about at the top of the show, and the next three stories all are, which is Trump's treatment toward the media, but also just treatment toward free speech in general. Because one really noteworthy thing he did last week was revoke the security clearance of former CIA director John Brennan and the reasoning for it is bullshit and we'll let's read the quote from Sarah Fuckabee Sanders right now ah did I did I type that wrong you typed it wrong is it what is it is it it's Fuckabee Handers it's Sarah Cunt Sanders oh ding yeah hello yeah we can say that we don't have a tv show fuck you motherfuckers even if we had a tv show you can say it yeah uh this is a quote from her uh, speaking on behalf of Trump, she claimed Brennan had, quote, leveraged his status as a former high-ranking official with access to highly sensitive information to make a series of unfounded and outrageous allegations, wild outbursts on the internet and television about this administration. And look here, motherfucker. No, he didn't. Like, he is speaking about a threat to this fucking country, and that threat to the country is your administration. Now, this political- Everyone knows what you're fucking doing here. This political article was on August 16th. Today is August 17th. And in the day's time, later yesterday, Trump had an impromptu interview with, I forget exactly which media source, um, but he, he basically said, uh, he, he contradicted Sarah Sanders and said, it's because of the Russia witch hunt. He thinks it's bullshit, it's a waste of time, and people that are promoting it yeah. um, are bad people. So he is now... Well, that, no, that's kind of what she was getting at also. But he's, like, blatantly said that's why. Right. And so one thing that happened as a result of him doing that, a dozen former top intelligence officials issued a letter basically bashing Trump. That's 12. Over this decision. Yeah. And I swear, literally moments ago... I swear I heard that the number is up to 15 now who have signed on to this letter. And it includes former CIA directors who served under Reagan, Bush, and Clinton. So that is a diverse array of uh, political spectrums in that we only have two in this country, and they're both represented there. The original Make America Great Again guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, sorry, Chet. His slogan was, let's make america great again not the same thing you're not like, the same you're like thing. vanilla ice yeah saying. yeah mine was ding 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 da, da, ding ding yeah yeah and theirs goes ding 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 da, da, ding ding <laughs> no it doesn't vanilla ice they are the same you're we p- all saw that episode of behind the music that it, i swear that was his downfall yeah just addressing that you because like he's not the idiot. only one who sampled a song blatantly in that era and had a huge hit with it tone loke wild thing is just a van halen sample but he didn't fucking lie about it. He didn't credit it on the album, but he was never asked about it and said, nah, man, I play guitar myself. Yeah, the most offensive thing to that uh, about that to me is Vanilla Ice thinking he's a mouth bass player. What? No, you aren't. Yeah. Give People go to school for name. years to learn that kind That's of what shit. what I did. So this is a quote from the letter that this group of intelligence officials posted. They said the revocation, quote, has nothing to do with who should and should not hold security clearances and everything to do with an attempt to stifle free speech. You don't have to agree with what John Brennan says. And again, not all of us do to agree with his right to say it, subject to his obligation to protect 
classified information. Because that's the thing. If any of these people were actually releasing classified information... That's an issue. That's an issue. But they're not. No one's saying anything that the world doesn't already know. They're professionals. They are adding their opinion to a very serious issue that's happening in this country. And Trump... Most of these people who signed this, I believe, are also under review... Or, no, that's what I think is now up to 15, is the number of intelligence officials who are under review for also having their security clearance revoked, including one active uh, member of the Department of Justice. So cur- he's still working right now. Well, it's right not now. like most, if not all of those people who don't have a lifelong history of serving this com- country being true patriots. I almost said company, but under Trump, that's what we're becoming. Yeah, same thing. Uh, this is another quote from that letter. Since leaving government service, John has chosen to speak out sharply regarding what he sees as threats to our national security. Some of the undersigned have done so as well. Others among us have elected to take a different course and be more circumspect in our public pronouncements. So these motherfuckers hate Trump. And they, most of our security and intelligence apparatus in this country does not agree with what Trump is doing. Can I reframe that? It's probably... The opposite side of the same coin. Do these people hate Trump? Or are they pro-America and pro-protecting our country? Yeah, I think that's more it. Yes. Like, I see, I don't, I mean, you can make an argument they hate Trump. But they're not coming from a place of, the number one place isn't, fuck Donald Trump, we have to bring Trump down. It's, we have to protect our country. And yeah. the thing to do to protect our country, these people that have our country, truly have our country at, at uh, best interest at heart, uh, Weirdly enough, have to take down Trump, the guy whose propaganda is, yeah, I'm all about America, let's make America great again. Yeah, and I, I do think it's more that, because I think a lot of these people, the person we're going to talk about next, definitely, comes off as, they come off as people who probably did support Trump at one point, which, when we get into the stuff about the media, where we'll run across some people who supported Trump at one point, and a lot of these people are just like, look, this transcends party obligations this is an obligation to the future of the country that we nip this shit in the bud and this is a quote from john brennan after he had his security clearance stripped this action is part of a broader effort by mr trump to suppress freedom of speech and punish critics it should gravely worry all americans all americans including intelligence professionals about the cost of speaking out my principles are worth far more than clearances. I will not relent. USA. Yeah. USA. Fuck. Lock yes. him up. Lock him up. Man, have you did you, have you heard him talking about cuz they just fired Peter Strzok. The Yeah, which F- I have some issues with that guy, but I mean I have some issues, but I don't think his firing should lead to them redoing the Hillary Clinton investigation? Yeah, that oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, that's what that was in Trump's tweet about it is that they should redo that. Like Trump is going to start locking up political opponents at some point, and it'll probably start with Hillary Clinton because that's the strongest or, or at least people tied close to Hillary Clinton because that's what fires up his base. Yeah. He's doing what he said he would. Right. And uh, so yeah, that it's it's a scary time. Now Hillary Clinton is protected by the Secret Service, is she not? Um, As I don't know. wife of a former president, I don't know. I'm just curious if the Secret Service would have to go at each like some guys are sworn to protect her, and then other guys are like, we have to arrest her. Uh, well, I don't think the Secret Service would do the arrest, would yeah. they? Probably not. It was just yeah. an interesting thought. Uh, so another person who has spoken out against Trump for revoking Brennan's security clearance, retired Admiral William McRaven. The The greatest name of all time. That is a great name and reminiscent of one of my favorite teachers in grade school, Miss McRaven. Nice. She was cute, man. Yeah. I was in sixth grade. That's happened before. Yeah, probably. I should have just been more confident. There was that famous teacher. Worn fewer sweatsuits to school. I I forget her name, but the teacher that went to jail for years and then came back and then she's with that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think they did finally break up. I read clickbait headlines. He's like, this broad's getting too old for me. Probably. (laughs) So, retired Admiral William McRaven, best name in the game, the man who oversaw the 2011 Navy SEAL raid that killed Osama bin Laden, allegedly, allegedly, also hates Trump. And tell me this guy's not a fucking patriot. 
Former Navy SEAL took down bin Laden. So tell me, Trump supporters, who's on the right side of history right now? You or the motherfucker who took down bin Laden? Just swish that around in your head a little bit. He defended John Brennan as, quote, one of the finest public servants I have ever known. And this is, this is kind of long, but this is one of the greatest quotes to come from the Trump era. Can I read it? Sure. Few Americans have done more to protect this country than John. He is a man of unparalleled integrity, whose honesty and character have never been in question, except by those who don't know him. Therefore, I will consider it an honor if you would revoke my security clearance as well, so I can add my name to the list of men and women who have spoken up against your motherfucking presidency. I added motherfucking. <laughs> Quote the William McRaven. <laughs> Nevermore. Nevermore. Yeah. So, and this is a guy who I, I saw a couple news reports about this, and they're like, this guy doesn't speak out about shit. He's a Navy SEAL. He's conceivably a very intense dude who probably doesn't talk, probably doesn't do things this publicly unless he really, really feels strongly about it. It's like that one family member you have, like typically it might be a grandma who like is always super sweet and never says anything bad. And then one one day she finally criticizes a family member, you're like, oh shit, this is serious. Yeah, 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 it's a lot like that. So that's a thing that people have been protesting Trump and speaking out against Trump over this week. And for good Speaking reason. out for America. Yeah, because this is, it's, I know we're beating a dead horse, but it's Nazi shit. That's why I'm going to keep rephrasing it. It's not even speaking out. It is speaking out against Trump, but it's speaking out for America. You can't let Trump have the narrative that he's the one for America. No, he's definitely not the one for America. And if you're for Trump, you are not for America at all. I don't give a fuck why you voted for him. And I've said this before. I did finally make that rant from a few weeks ago into a clip that I need to finally post for people. Nice. But yeah, I don't give a fuck why you voted for him. Like, as Chet says all the time, there were some good ideas that Hitler had too. What? Come on! But if you voted for Hitler, you still fucking voted for Hitler. Like, if you supported Hitler during World War II, you supported Hitler for the rest of your life. Like, that is a stain that stays with but you. But here's the thing. If you voted for Trump, at this point, there's still time to get out, and I would forgive you anyways. I don't know if Adam would. I mean, But the window like I, is closing. Yeah, like I've said, it depends on how this all ends, whether Trump supporters are capable or worthy of being forgiven. There's already enough hindsight. You don't have to wait any longer. Yeah. To know that, eh, I should probably... Yeah, it, it all depends on how this ends. But it, You don't even have to be liberal or Democrat. Just anything. Anything that isn't Trump or white nationalist. Yeah. You could just... I am fine with you being Republican if you are not just towing the Trump line. Trump right. is not Republican. And at some point, those two became the same, and they're not. Yeah, he's absolutely not. not. And he's definitely not Ronald Reagan. Like, people need to get that out of their fucking heads. I mean... Other than they both had some form of dementia. Yeah, and they're both awful, awful people who were or are bad for this country. But he's not your fucking Ronald Reagan, you desperate fucks. But let's talk about another thing people have been criticizing Trump over, which is his approach to the media, which we also talked about at the beginning of the show and on an episode a couple weeks ago. Here's where we actually get into Trump supporters finally turning on Trump and how do we feel about it. And in this case, it is the Topeka Capital Journal. Shout out Kansas. Which was, yeah, in some respects, but also one of the only newspapers during the 2016 campaign that actually endorsed Trump. See, that's why it's kind of like rewarding bad behavior to give them a shout out, but it makes it that much more serious and, and right. makes me respect them in that they can not continually double down on narrative and acknowledge where they're wrong. Yeah. And this is a quote from them. It's an acknowledgement that we're part of this community. The people who work for me here, my teammates, they live here, they play here. We're just normal people too. To make us out to be enemies is just not right. That is Capital Journal publisher Stephen Wade 
And this is another quote from him. We're sitting here in Topeka, the capital city of Kansas, and we're in the middle of a heated election year. It's one of those deals where if someone doesn't like what's being asked, if they think we're not being favorable to their candidate of choice, then it gets to be very contentious. The cry of fake news starts to get yelled across the room. It's a difficult environment. Where are people getting this idea for fake news from? Yeah, I don't know. It's almost as if somebody with great power and not practicing great responsibility, uh, continually shouts out fake news to anything that doesn't perfectly fit his narrative. Yeah, I wonder where that's coming from. And it's like, he was doing that during the campaign, too, so this newspaper can get fucked to some extent for still endorsing him, but it is good that they recognize this for what it is as opposed to just turning a blind eye They to recognize it. they're included in it, too, because for some people, oh, we're not part of the fake news, so it's okay. Right. Like, nah, 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 fuck you. Yeah. And so that uh, that's a positive development. And also, 349 other newspapers did the exact same thing. Because that Topeka Capital Journal was part of a concerted effort by 350 newspapers and publications around the country. All these fucking papers all Not around the, the Columbus, country. Whatever. All denounced Trump for you had your chance, Columbus. this journalist's are the enemy of the people statement. The effort was organized by the Boston Clo- Boston Globe. Their headline was, Journalists are not the enemy, which, right on. Earlier this year, Reporters Without Borders dropped the U.S. two spots to number 45 in its annual ranking of 180 countries on <laughs> press freedom. First off, only two spots. Second off, what? We're yeah, we're 45. Not even top 10? Like, I know you su- were surprised we weren't number one. But yeah, at least top 10, you'd think. We're but- only one spot above Italy, which their whole election system right now is like, oh shit, fascism's doing way too well given our history. Yeah, I was watching an episode. There's a show on Netflix called Somebody Feed Phil, mm-hmm. and it's the creator of Everybody, Everybody Loves, Loves Raymond. Raymond. Lake Street Dive wrote the theme song specifically for oh, that show. Oh, is that them? Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, one, one of the things I like about that show is that it has, like, an old-school sitcom theme song. Lake Street Dead. And have you watched the show? I just watched the intro for the theme song. <laughs> Jesus. It's a really good show, and he does an episode in Venice. And at one point, he's having dinner with a, a group of young people in Italy. And he asks them some question, like, something about, like, what's the biggest threat to their country or something. And I'm like... They're going to say immigrants. They're going to say fucking immigrants. Fascism. What'd they say? Well, no. Why would they say fascism? They're probably the fascists. That's the whole thing. Did they say immigrants? Well, no, but they did talk about how sometimes too many people come into your area and it starts deteriorating your culture a little bit and you need to protect the culture. And I was like, oh, 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 careful. Don't go Nazi on somebody feed Phil. See, even if you do go Nazi in Italy, at least you have like a... No, don't say it. Don't, whatever. America's supposed to be a melting pot, so that argument, even if you allowed it for Italy, does not apply to America. So, yeah, we are just above Italy in terms of... You know where I should go visit and potentially move? Hey, Adam, let's look at the list. Let's look at the list. America, 45. Italy, 46. It's the second link down. Just tell me, what number is fucking Norway? Number one, baby. I wish you would just go to Norway. I'm going. I went, and I'm going to go again. You should. You need to hurry up and move there. Why? Why can't you just acknowledge that they have the most free press in the world? I don't care. It's still not a cool place. <laughs> so what is a cool place? Nowhere. Nowhere. But you have to live somewhere. Just stay here and keep fighting. Why do you want to go fight Norway's fucking Nazis when you could stay here and fight ours? Why do you want to go fight the Canadian Trump that's coming in about six years now when you could just stay here and Who's fight the ours? Canadian Trump? I don't know. He's coming, though. <laughs> Canada's Trump is definitely fucking coming. They have their Breitbart. They just need their Trump now. Yeah, too much Trumpism on this continent. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, yeah, this is another quote. Press freedom, quote, has been under increasing attack over the past few years, and the first year of President Donald J. Trump's presidency has fostered further decline in journalists' right to report. Youch. This was a quote from a Kentucky newspaper headline that I didn't include the name of because it's uh, the Kentucky Moorhead. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> 
<laughs> and like you can't get enough blowjobs. Right? More head. More exactly. Head. Yeah. Head a thing. Nope. Okay. Their headline for their editorial was Trump using Nazi game plan in media bashing. Now, this was my concern when I read that. I really had to think about it, and I didn't look into it. What's crazy is in today's times, when you read that headline, Trump using Nazi game plan in media bashing from a Kentucky newspaper, are they saying that like it's a good thing or a bad thing? Presumably bad that's, thing. That's you kind of characterizing everyone in Kentucky as Presumably one thing. bad thing. No, how many how many people how many people on the right have you heard publicly and openly embracing Trump as a Nazi? Especially mainstream media publications. How many have you seen Fox News even once go, "Yep, Trump's a Nazi and we're into it." Of course they're not saying good things about Trump by saying that. And it's kind of weird like I get it, but it's also like everyone in Kentucky's not a Nazi. And I don't think so at all. If there had been a mainstream paper that went Nazi, we would know. And saying, also, they did this as part of the group of 350 editorials denouncing Trump. So they definitely were not saying it as a good thing. They actually brought up a quote from Joseph Goebbels, who was a fucking monster. And his quote, and Joseph Goebbels was like the man behind the Nazi media machine. And his quote, if you repeat a lie often enough, People will believe it, and you will even come to believe it yourself. You know, like the press is the enemy of the people. Repeat that enough, motherfuckers start to believe it. I mean, fastball will play in my living room. Exactly. It's like it's how that's how the secret works. But that's how a lie, what starts as a lie, not a bit, but a lie, turns into reality. Did it not? I just said it enough, and it eventually happened. I willed it into existence. Did I will Trump into winning the election? You might have. Somebody could make that argument. So one person. One person. Just me. Have you never heard the quote, one person can make a difference? I don't think that's how that quote works. If you're like an oracle and what you say Because there had to be so many other... There were so many other voices out there saying he would never win. Both you and Michael Moore said beforehand he would win. A few people did. Yeah, I know. But the most notable ones in my brain are you and Michael Moore. Do you know who kicked off my obsession with Trump being Hitler and possibly having a chance of winning the 2016 election? No. Who? Norm MacDonald. Because there was a quote a week or two before I wrote that first Trump article. Norm MacDonald was like, yeah, man, I know it's a weird. I can't do a Norm MacDonald. But he was like, I, you know, I know we're not supposed to make the comparison, but I look at you know how everyone's just sort of discounting Trump and acting like he's a joke. And if you compare that to Nazi Germany, that's what we did with Hitler before he came to power. And people were like, Norm MacDonald compares Trump to Hitler. And I saw that headline and was like, yeah, aren't we all already comparing Trump to Hitler? And nope, it was kind of just Norm MacDonald at that point. That was very smart. Yeah. And also there was a very funny bit about how people do an impression of him. And he's like, they talk about me like this, like I'm a fucking retard. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to Norm MacDonald. He's fucking great. So also joining the roll call of people denouncing Trump for his attack on the press, the motherfucking Senate, which I do believe is Republican controlled, correct? Yes, which is both good, (laughs) but also alarming. Again, none of this is normal. The U.S. Senate anonymously adopted a resolution. Unanimously. The U.S. Senate... (laughs) Unanimously, unanimously, unanimously adopted a resolution affirming support for a free speech and declaring that, quote, the press is not the enemy of the people. Do we really? Apparently, we need this. We do need this, but it's fucked well, up. When our president's saying it, of course yeah. we need the Senate to come out and say that. Yeah. Like, we need everyone to rebuke this fucking idea, even if all these people will be knight of the long knives at some point. This is from the resolution also. This is a quote. It reaffirms the vital and indispensable role that the free press serves to inform the electorate, uncover the truth, act as a check on the inherent power of the government, further national discourse and debate, and otherwise advance the most basic and cherished democratic norms, norm, and freedoms of the United States. Like McDonald. Yes. And Trump's response to all this, a tweet that starts with cap letters in all caps, The fake news media is the opposition party. It is very bad for our great country, but we are winning. Again, you're not our great country. Stop. You're not. I'm glad they canceled his military parade, or at least temporarily postponed it. Yeah. $95 million. 
Yeah, and I like that the mayor of D.C. taunted him over it when he was like, D.C. officials are nickel and diamond me. And she just tweeted and was like, yep, I sure am the one who brought to your attention that this parade will cost about $19 million. No, 95. That, I don't think, that's a oh, different that's, number. That's the number I read today. Yeah, uh, I saw an interview with old Mad Dog Mattis, our Secretary of Defense, and he was like, I don't know where that $95 is coming from. So you see Kasich trolled uh, Trump on Twitter? I saw the article about it where he just sent back the uh, Putin laughing. Yeah, bit. yeah, that was good. John Kasich would have been probably the best Republican <laughs> candidate for president. Fuck if him you too. had to pick one, if you had to pick I one. I don't, though. In a way, do you think it's better that Trump won than any other Republican? So, like, no. Assuming it's on, the, assuming things end up on the right side of history, it kind of burns all that out, and we get a fresh start. No, okay. We could have done that without fucking electing Trump. Uh, yeah. One of the one story I don't have in the notes, but you just said something that made me think of it. Now I don't remember what it was, but Andrew Cuomo. Jason. Is I almost added that people are up in arms because he said America's never been great. And Both sides are up in arms, and I actually support him. In and saying yeah, that. when when has it been? Like we've done cool things, but all of the really cool things we've done, you can tie back to a time when we were oppressing the shit out of black people even more than we do now. At some points, owning black people as slaves. Like, when it's. Putting Japanese in internment camps. Like, when exactly have we been great? Having people at different water fountains, not allowing women to vote. Like, we're the most powerful and we're one of the biggest. For now. And, like, we have all that going for us and we've won a war or two. But when have we been truly great? And if people on the right think that America is not great now, I would ask, when was it? And then let's debate that point for about a fucking hour in public. Yeah, I, they say again, they just mean, let's go back to like racism. Yeah. Putting I, the white man on top. I want a Trump supporter to tell me what point in this country did we go from great to not great. That, I just, that's what I, I truly want to know. What was happening in the world at the time when you think we were so fucking great? Because was it? The 40s and 50s when black people were drinking from separate water fountains and we wouldn't let black school children go to the same schools as white school children? Is that when this country was truly great? If so, fuck you and your grandparents. <laughs> if I had to play devil's advocate in terms of when was America great, it would probably be when there was a growing middle class and when each, without looking at the, see, it's, it's, a, it's an argument in a vacuum. If you look at the growing middle class and each generation was better than the previous one. So your kids are better than your parents. Your grandkids are better than their Like that. This is the first generation where people are worse off statistically and not growing. Yeah. And the middle class is shrinking. But even still, but, that's just one facet of being yeah. great. Like it goes back to the, oh, there were good ideas under Hitler. Like you say all the time. <laughs> How come you don't edit that out? <laughs> There were it, it, but it does kind of go back to that where it's like, yeah, we've done some cool things, but we've also done some morally reprehensible things that we deserve to be called out over, and we don't deserve to call ourselves the greatest nation while also pulling off some of that shit. And saying America was never that great isn't saying America's a piece of shit and fuck us so hard. Yeah, like we don't have to be the greatest nation. Like I don't. I don't understand this thinking on either side where we have to be infallible and you just cannot say anything bad about this country. We are not top 10 in any subject of education worldwide now. We're, in, we're not top 10 in really anything except gun violence. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the only thing we really lead the way. It, we are a world leader in gun violence. And it's crazy. <laughs> I was listening to something about like the different regulations on toy guns and how they have to be like certain colors and all these things. And there's basically more regulations on toy guns than there are real guns. Well, that's because the police in the 1980s were shooting the shit out of kids for pointing cap guns at them. You remember any of that? See, I'm old. I have the benefit of being a little bit older than everyone else on this network. So I vividly remember the 80s. I remember there was an episode of Hill Street Blues that was. Ripped from the headlines, to quote Law and & Order, 
and it was about that case where a kid, I think in New York, was just a kid and police were in his house and he pointed a cap gun at him and the police fucking shot him. And it's because, in part, because that gun looked like a real gun. Like, you, in the dark, you can't really see the red thing in the front that's supposed to tell you it's a cap gun. Well, now we have 3D printers with free models where you can print the guns in whatever fucking color you want. Yeah. And the thing about that, that that's just out there forever. That like, could be another episode. The guy who did that, I think, eventually denounced the idea and was like, oh, I wish I hadn't brought this out into the world. But you did. Can't unring that bell. Yeah, I've never heard that saying. I like that one. I like that. I pull it out every once in a while. So let's talk about another protest <laughs> uh, toward a Trump supporter that happened. Uh, this happened in Sacramento this week. Social distortion frontman Mike Ness jumped off stage. Allegedly. At- no, it's on Even video. Even though the video clearly I, yeah. shows. I don't know why I put allegedly in the headline here. Mike Ness jumped off stage and punched a Trump supporter in the crowd. And let's listen to this Trump supporter. Be- well, no, I don't even want to listen to that motherfucker talk. But he basically didn't like that Mike Ness was bad-mouthing Trump, which, what the fuck are you doing at a social distortion concert? It's his favorite band. If you don't, well, your favorite band hates Trump, bitch. Mm-hmm. Fucking deal with it. Make them not your favorite band anymore if you goddamn love Donald Trump that much. Mm -hmm. But they definitely aren't your favorite band if you want them to cater what they say to your fucking hurt feelings. And this is a quote for... Basically, he didn't like that Mike Ness was bad-mouthing Trump, so he held his middle finger up for the next two songs, which, whatever. Yeah, that's a shitty thing. Yeah, I would rather you talk shit than hold a middle finger at me for two songs. Yeah, it's like in comedy. You see, you see, everyone's having a good time, but you focus on the one guy not laughing. Right. All you're gonna do is get angry for two songs. You're gonna keep getting angry the more that middle finger's up. Yeah, and when we're talking about Mike Ness, we're talking about someone who, as my friend and also an Unpops Network host, Andy Sell, pointed out that. Uh, Maybe 10, 20 years ago, Mike Ness jumped into the crowd to beat up an actual Nazi that was in his audience, and Mike Ness got dragged out of that show for inciting violence. So That maybe happened, or it did happen? It did. It happened. And so, how different is this? Like, I get that, I'll, I'll, I'll say it again, there was a point where I was like, oh, maybe don't be the aggressor, don't punch, but... Things have progressed since then, or regressed. And, yeah, man, sometimes Nazis are going to have to get fucking hands. And this is an example of that. I'm sorry the lead singer of your favorite band punched you in the face, but don't be a fucking Nazi. And if you've ever said anything along the lines of this quote, which is from this fuckstick who got punched in the face, this is his quote, I pretty much said I paid for your music, not your politics. Fuck you. If anyone listening to this podcast or any of my podcasts feels that way about me, and someone did comment on a podcast not too long ago and said, bring back the apolitical unpops. One, we were never apolitical. We just didn't always have a Nazi in office, so we didn't have as much to talk about. But eat a fucking dick. Go listen to an apolitical podcast. If you're a fan of the punk rock, go listen to a Nazi band. There's tons of them. Ace of base. Don't go to a fucking social distortion concert. Like, that's your fucking fault for being there and expecting them to change just because you and your fucking neckbeard and your MAGA hat show up in the audience. Fuck you. You're at their show, and they're going to talk about what the fuck they want no matter how much you paid to be there. No one needs your fucking money that much. If me... Calling Trump supporters Nazis angers anyone in this audience, and you're a subscriber. Unfucking subscribe because I will never, ever, ever stop wanting you to burn for what you have done to this country. You can go to Patreon.com/unpops to unsubscribe. Fuck you. Go if you're do a it. Nazi supporter. Cut that clip up. Boom. Like, Promo. I don't. Great. Who fucking cares, man? Like. Where do people get off thinking just because someone's an entertainer or an athlete or whatever that they don't have a right to speak their political opinions? You're probably 
like, so does that mean the cashiers of the world and the investment bankers of the world and the data entry clerks of the world, can they talk about politics or do they just have to do their job also? Because I'm sure that's the side of the working world that you're on, where you just have a regular job. So you get to complain about politics, but I don't. Fuck you, buddy. Fuck you. Man, we and this guy. Clip. Can you read that quote one more time? I pretty much said I paid for your music, not your politics. Okay, you're going to think I'm being all chat about this, but this really does tie in. Stephen Page's new album comes out in September, The Heal Thyself Part 2, and it's all about, uh, he wrote it from the perspective of, I'm a musician, is it my job to be political or not? And like it, the, the songwriting is almost like a fourth wall of debating, like should I be writing political or not? And he just released his first single called White Noise, and it's very directly uh, a song about Charlotteville a year ago and yeah. fuck white power. Shut up and sing, Stephen Page. Why can't you sing about Kraft macaroni and cheese dinner? Stick around the pot. I'll convince Adam to play it at the end of this episode. No. It's a good song. Well, listen to it on Least Anticipated or something. But Goddamn. It's about punching Nazis. Uh, so, yeah, that, I get it. Civility, all that shit. Whatever, man. Don't be a Nazi. Maybe you won't get punched by Social Distortion's Mike Ness. Sorry. I would like a bunch of Nazis to show up at a Social Distortion concert, social distortion concert and just see Mike Ness go to town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... These are ve- these are radically different times we're living in, and if you think you're going to be afforded some level of comfort and security as a Trump supporter out in public when you're being an aggressive, obnoxious Trump supporter, sorry. You know the worst part about happen. punching a Nazi? An adult You Nazi? might hurt your hand. Um, no, that's a good one, though. What? You know the worst part about punching an adult Nazi? What? It's when they run home to their parents afterwards, and then their dad calls you. <laughs> I would have said that you didn't get a chance to punch them when they were kids. <laughs> How about that? When they're kids, they don't know any better to an extent. Okay, so I wish Once I could have punched adult, their... Once you're an adult, you have a chance. I wish I could have punched their Nazi parents in front of them. I mean, we both kids. had small uptown brains, so we were exposed to different things. My but town wasn't adult, that small. My town was very small. So, yeah. But once you... Uh, again, a lot of people are like, you don't need to go to college. Not everyone needs to go to college. But college serves you in terms of when people are like, oh, college is too liberal. Colleges promote critical thinking skills. They're a little too politically correct in general now nowadays, but like, it's not about your major. It's about learning to have dialogue with others and think critically about the world and well, break the to, conditioning of your upbringing. I didn't go to college, so I hope Nazis get punched yeah. in public. Sorry, don't go to don't go to a social distortion concert, dude. You are not wanted there. Just like you don't want immigrants in this country, social distortion doesn't want you in their audience. And just because you paid money doesn't mean they have to want you to be there. They can still want you to get the fuck out of there. If you were feeling up some woman in the crowd, motherfuckers would throw you out. Dave Grohl has stopped many Foo Fighter concerts for people being assholes and like throws them out. Kurt Cobain used to do it. I had a bootleg of a Kurt Cobain concert or a Nirvana concert in Oakland in like 93 and Kurt Cobain just stops the show to spit on someone for groping a woman in the front row and has him kicked out and then just gets back to the show. Sometimes and then return to rape me. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes undesirables have to be kicked out of a certain location. Man, why didn't Hillary call them undesirables? And if you're a Trump supporter at a Social Distortion concert, sorry, but you're that un- undesirable. Uh, I'm sure you'll go to a Trump rally someday and take out that aggression on Jim Acosta. Or more like Jim Acosted. <laughs> oh, man! It's even funnier now! It's funnier now, Adam. Woo! Two weeks later, it is <laughs> funnier. It's, it's aged well with time. <sighs> so let's talk about this last protest, which is fucking crazy. Turkish people are destroying iPhones to protest Trump, which I get it, but I also don't get it because it's very expensive. But uh, the protests center around the Trump administration's clashes with the Turkish government over a jailed American pastor, Andrew Brunson, who remains under house arrest pending his trial in Turkey on charges of espionage and terrorism. Almost every time there's a case like this, I'm like, yep, that guy was probably a terror or uh, probably a spy. Spy for the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. And... 
Trump called for Brunson's release and imposed tariffs on U.S. products exported to Turkey as a punishment. Turkey imposed tariffs of their own. Why are there a bunch of fucking kissy faces in the middle of that? When you were typing the notes, I was, I said, like, on my way, and then... You just text me. I, but it was just, I was reading at the bottom of the notes, and I put a bunch of kissy faces in real time. You were typing. Oh, I see. Cute. So President Erdogan called for Turks to boycott American products, specifically the iPhone, which seems like a weird way to protest, because those are expensive. Let's protest the things that were actually made by small children overseas. Yeah, and there's one, like, there's all these videos of people saying, look, here's what happens to your iPhones uh, when you oppose us, and it's like, Dude, you paid for it already. Remember a couple no years ago that guy tried to start a phone company where it was like the ethically responsible phone where no child or slave labor was involved in making the phone and it's literally impossible for all oh, the yeah. parts and things you need. Like it's yeah, yeah. just not possible. There's there's no goddamn way. And America was never that great. There's one video where a national movement party member buys a Samsung phone and then asks his fellow party member to break his old iPhone. And it's like, man, that's such an outlay you of cash. You paid for your iPhones. You paid for your iPhone, and now you're buying a Samsung, which I guess a Korean company. So You should go down to the, the boat, like the Boston Tea Party, and fucking throw the iPhones in the ocean or some shit. The new iPhones that no one's bought. Yeah. Right? What, does that logic check out? No, because you're still going to have to pay for them. Not you personally. But it's inventory to that yeah. store. I just, I don't understand this protest, and also, fuck Erdogan. Like, also, Thanksgiving's coming up. Where are we going to get our turkeys from? Like, if there's any... No, uh, nothing? Come on. Because the country's turkey. You really made that joke? Yeah. Wow. You just, you didn't even, nothing. But also, fuck Erdogan, and fuck Turkey. Like, if there's any protest on this list that I'm on Trump's side over, it would be this one. And fuck Erdogan as well. I don't know if you're familiar with that grocery store, but fuck them. Fuck them, and fuck Erdogan who is a uh, fucking tyrant in Turkey. So, yeah, that's the state of protests against Trump this week. I don't know what we'll talk about next week, but that's our episode. <sighs> yeah, you did your rant on the second to last article, so you got to close with that. This is I fucking cut you off. exhausting. Well, you, is it not less exhausting than when you had your own podcast? At least you got somebody to bounce shit off, buddy. I do have my own. What do you mean? When your own solo podcast, remember? Oh, yeah. I might start doing those again just because I watched an episode of the Stephen A. Smith show. Okay. And that dude has all kinds of listeners and presumably makes all kinds of ad money. And it's just him being angry about nonsense happening in the sports world. Have you ever listened to Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast? No. I don't. Same thing. He just rants every Sunday night, puts it, it up Monday. Yeah. You know what you need to do, Adam? More pod. I need to do. I need to focus a little more on. I I do need to trim some pods. Yeah. I think, but I don't know. Anyways, you're listening to the last episode ever of Good Luck America. No, I need a specifically politics podcast because otherwise, Unpops will just be politics every fucking week. You're listening to the home for news and politics on the Unpops Network. Good there Luck go. America. There you go. That's what With this is. A T B and C T A T M. W. W. Yep. Listen to the outtakes. I'm sure everyone gets what that means by now. Uh, that outtakes hasn't even come out yet. <coughs> Bless you. For a cough? Just in general. Okay. Bless you and your soul. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's our episode. This went for a long goddamn time. Remember, we started the, the clock yeah. late. What do we have to plug? Patreon.com slash unpops. Sign up $5 a month. You get a bunch of bonus episodes of all the shows that I host and co-host. You get... To watch live streams of ListCast and vote on the outcomes. You get so many things. And it's just $5. It's a goddamn great bargain. We just added a new podcast called Cult Faves by my friend Cher Martinetti and her friend Gwenda Bond, which is all about cults, as you could imagine. And uh, that's a thing you could check out on the network. And we got so much else that you could be listening to. It's like Sport Horse! A sports podcast with me and Brett Raider and Adam Ganser. And yes, I heard what your stomach just did, you hungry motherfucker. Raw horse. <laughs> That's my new favorite thing. Sport horse. Raw horse. A sports and sports politics podcast. Raw horse. Uh, so yeah, subscribe on Patreon. Listen to all that shit. And uh, August 25th, live episode of Pretty Scary 
at the Hollywood Hotel. Come out to that. I'll be there, probably. Chet will be there dating Carrie. Well, on her left arm and on her right arm, Brett, the poor man's Chet. Sure. Chet, what do you have to plug? Stephen Page released a new single, you White Noise. Plug, you should plug the fact that you're wearing two separate watches This now. isn't a watch. Okay. This protects me from electromagnetic fields tied to our electronic devices. You're fucking kidding me right now. Is that what that is? Yep. Okay. Give, give your plugs. Uh, you can go to, I believe it's bioband.com. <laughs> Stephen Page has a new single, White Noise, that's about fuck white power and white, not fuck white people, but <laughs> just listen to that. It's a good song. That's my plug. Okay. I like how political he's getting. All right. As so, a Canadian living in America, touring overseas right now. Let's get the fuck out of here. Chat. Base. Gonna say, do a mouth base. Not gonna say goodbye. Chat. Do some mouth base. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Butter.